When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Do you have a child who loses it when plans change or when they face disappointment? I know you do because most strong-willed neurodivergent kids struggle with this. So as we head into Christmas and this holiday season in which your kid's schedule is going to be all out of whack, I wanted to give you some practical tools to help when plans change. And that's what we're going to discuss on this episode of the Calm Parenting Podcast. So welcome to Skirk Martin, founder of Celebrate Calm. If you need help, reach out to our son Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, at CelebrateCalm.com. Tell us the ages of your kids, what do they struggle with. We get together as a family, we discuss it. We email you back usually pretty quickly, even on Christmas Day, because we know you're going to be around family and need extra help. And we'll give you practical tools. And I encourage you, download our programs right to your phone on the way to grandma's house. And by the way, if you get our programs, your, your spouse, your own parents can listen for free. So here's what's happening. Our kids tend to struggle with these changes and plans and, and, and disappointment is hard for them, transitions they struggle with. And it's partially because they have these very busy brains and it feels like their world is out of control. And that's why they try to control things as much as possible. Just like those of you who are like engineers, project managers and accountants. Right? And our kids, they can be bossy. They try to uh, cheat, change the rules of the game, or quit. See, that's all about controlling the outcome of the game. Sometimes they like to uh, line things up in a certain way. We talked about them uh, hiding acorns in their pockets. It's things they have control of. Your kids also visualize things in their brains. They picture what they're going to do, and then they lock onto that idea. And they even get emotionally invested in it. And when that happens, it causes a lot of blow-ups when they don't get to do what they wanted to do. And it literally feels like their world is falling apart, even if it's something insignificant or easy for you to navigate because their inner world is falling apart. And so do they. So I want to cover two different examples. I'm going to try to do it pretty quickly because it's Christmas time. Uh, so you can uh, work on this over the holidays. So here's the first question we got. Like, uh, Kirk, our, our huge hurdle is when plans change, and it's when our son gets this fixed mind, right? If, if uh, someone's sick or a plan changes, or like when he went to his granddad's house and his baby cousin was there so he couldn't play Legos on the floor and he had to move to a different place, he totally loses control. And out comes anger and sometimes destructiveness and then loss of any impulse control. So what do we do to help him? And my response is, this is really common, even in me. I like order and structure. I don't like for things to change. It throws me off, and I'm a grown adult. 
So kind of normalize this. There's nothing wrong with your kids, right? And in some ways, there's nothing you can really do to prevent this or make it better quickly. But I think you can keep it from escalating too much. So I want you to try three things. And I try doing the following kind of quickly and succinctly. Number one, I acknowledge with some intensity that change stinks. Oh man, I hate when change happens. I hate it when that things work out like that. Acknowledging is a way of saying, I'm taking it seriously, I get it. And your feelings aren't wrong, it's normal. It's more normal to be frustrated when, when things don't go as planned, because that is normal. Then I want you to remove yourself pretty quickly and give your child space to process the disappointment without you being right there. So you start walking away and you start addressing a possible solution or options, but I want you to keep this in an even matter-of-fact tone. I don't want you to try to convince your child that it's okay. Oh, honey, it's okay. You know what? You can play with your Legos in the other room. I don't like that tone. It sounds kind of condescending. And you don't like it when your spouse does it too. And don't try to convince them that they shouldn't be upset. Just stay businesslike. So you acknowledge, oh man, I hate it when that happens. Listen, I've got to go upstairs. I've got to go help grandma. Here are a couple options for you to consider. And then see if giving their child some space instead of talking to him, which makes kids upset, see if that calms them down more quickly. I, look, I would not talk in this baby tone. A lot of us are, uh, people are doing that. Well, I know it's really hard, honey. That just sounds kind of condescending. And, and it sounds like you're trying to fix things sometimes. So I want to do this pretty quickly. Oh, man, that stinks. I hate it when that happens. Listen, I've got to go help grandma. Here are a couple ideas for you to think about and then walk away sometimes giving them some space and time to process without you standing over them, trying to convince them that everything's okay and they shouldn't be upset, sometimes that helps a lot. So try that. So here's the second example that I wanted to do. And the word I want you to remind, uh, uh, remember is context. Our kids are often very big picture thinkers. And part of the reason, this is a little bonus insight, when you tell them to do something, they say, why? It's not because they're always being defiant, disrespectful. If they could and they were mature enough, they'd say, hey, mom, dad, I heard what you told me to do. I know exactly what your expectations are. I wanted to know why you want that done because I may have a different way of doing it. And I like doing things my own way because I'm a stove toucher and I like trying to figure things out. And your natural response as a parent is, I don't want you to really think, just do what I told you to do. But part of it is context because they want to know and try to figure out maybe there is a different way to do it. And to be honest, maybe there's a, 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 an easier way to do it for them that, that isn't as hard as the other way. And sometimes they choose the harder way, right? But it's all about context. So let me, let me set this up this way and I'll give you very practical application. So let's say you've told your child all week long, like, hey, Saturday morning, it's going to be chill. We don't have any plans. You can get up. You can get on your Legos, play your video games, whatever you want to do. And your child is looking forward to it all week because the, the week is busy with school and homework and extracurriculars. So Saturday morning comes. Your child's sitting on the floor building with Legos in their pajamas. And all of a sudden, dad or mom comes into the room and says, hey, you need to pick up your Legos, put your shoes on. We need to go. And your child is going to ask, why? 
And I have to be honest here. A lot of us take like, well, why is he being disrespectful? He needs to get up right away. No, he doesn't. That would be weird to me. It would be weird if you had a kid who all week long was looking forward to doing this, was emotionally invested in it, and then all of a sudden uh, someone comes in the room and says, put up your Legos, pick up, put on your shoes, and we've got to go. And they just did it. That would be weird to me. I don't want a kid who's like, I want a kid who knows how to think. And, and, and who does question things sometimes. I think it's up to us to not take it so personally all the time. can't believe that he questions me. Well, I can't believe that you're an adult that gets thrown off by that. So, <laughs> the, the nice Christmas message, isn't it? Grow up. So, but when he comes in and he asks that, right, that's a normal question. So the child's going to say, why? And then if your dad like me, you're going to say, ours is not to question why, ours is but to do and die. That was from the Charge of the Light Brigade. That was my dad's favorite quote. My dad was career military with four boys. So then I'm going to yell, and the child's going to be like, Dad, what? Why? I, I was playing Legos. You told me, because you know how they are, that f- sense of justice and fairness. You told me all week long, and you can hear that in the voice, right? That I was going to be able to play Legos, and now you're a liar. Right now, watch what happens. They start calling you a liar and you take that personally. You know what? You're not going to call me names. That's disrespectful. You know what? I'm going to take your Legos for the rest of the week. That works out really well. So this big back and forth goes on and it's ugly. Parenting a strong-willed child can be draining emotionally, physically, and mentally. That's why for years I have loved my AG1 morning routine. I mix one scoop of AG1 with water, shake it up, and within 30 seconds I get to nourish my body and support my brain, gut, and immune health with 75 vitamins, probiotics, prebiotics, and whole food sourced ingredients. No blender, no mess. Learn more at drinkag1.com slash calm. Look, I love starting my day with AG1. I feel like I have more energy, better mental clarity, and my gut feels better and more regular. AG1 is the supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily And that's why I'm excited to welcome AG1 as a new partner. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash calm. That's drinkag1.com slash calm. Check it out. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So here's a different way to handle it. I'm going to go through my little script here and then I'll break it down why it's important. So imagine instead, I'll just do dad because I'm a dad and I like doing the dad voice. (laughs) So dad comes into the room and says, oh man, Jacob, really cool Lego project you're building. Listen, plans changed. Your grandma called, she's sick and I could use your help. Could you do me a favor, go in the pantry, grab some soup, put your shoes on, look if you want pick up some of the Legos, put them in a bag. We're going to go to grandma's and help her out. 
but I promise when we get home this afternoon, we are going to have all afternoon long and you can sit with play with Legos and you know what, I'll build something with you too. Now, that took maybe an extra 25 seconds to say, but here's why I like it. I came in and the first thing I said was, hey man, really cool Lego project you're working on. Instead of, because that's what's important to the kid at the time. It's just basic human communication. I, I want, when I come into a room, it's not all about me and what I want. And if you just come in barking orders, nobody's really gonna listen to you. It's jarring. So the first thing that I do is I acknowledge where he is. You're having a good time building with your Legos and you're actually really good at that. Good. Then I say this, hey, listen, plans have changed. That gives your strong-willed child like half a second in his brain to adjust to the, oh, crap, because he knows what's coming. He's not going to get to play late with Legos right now. But you just set it up with, hey, listen, plans have changed. Grandma's sick. You don't have to go into all the things happening to grandma. I just said grandma's sick. There's context. Now there's a reason why I'm getting interrupted. Hey, I could really use your help. Now I gave an action, action step to the child, a mission to be involved. Instead of kind of being the, um, what would it be? Not the victim of this, but the uh, being acted upon. Hey, you know the thing that you do that you love more than anything else? Cut it out right now. Put those Legos away. Put your shoes on and we're going to go to grandma's house. And you don't like grandma's house because she smells like an old person right? Like that's, that's what it sounds like to our kids. And instead, when we come in and I make them a part of it, and I said, man, I could really use your help. Could you grab a can of soup from the, from the pantry, throw your shoes on? We're going to go to grandma's. And then I answer the next question because you can see it welling up in his face and his eyes. But I want to play with my Legos. When am I going to build with my Legos? And so I can't, I get that. Hey, we're going to be at grandma's. We'll be home this afternoon. We've got nothing else planned, and I promise you're going to get to be able to do it. Now, if you're just lying to your child, you're setting yourself up for a huge afternoon meltdown. So I'd rather be honest and just say, look, I'll help you pick up the Legos. Let's put them in a box in a bag and take them to grandma's, and we can build there. Either way, here's what you've done. You've acknowledged where they are. You've given some context. You have um, helped them adjust in their brains. And you also answered that other question for them, which is, when am I going to get to do this again? I like that a lot. And I want you to start to try to do these things. A lot of these things I want you to practice doing, even kind of rehearse them in your brains. It's part of, the, look, it's part, it's part of listening to the podcast a lot, is getting this in. Listening to um, our programs on your phone, it just gets the tone of voice inside of you and it just makes it easier in these situations because you can recall it in the moment at the very least here's what i want you to do even if you don't remember to do this over the holidays in these situations here's another couple another tools slow down just slow down slow down and think it through for just a minute i'm going in here and i'm going to disrupt my child and pull him out of doing something that he really loves how could i handle that in a different way do I walk in and do I sit down? It's like that example I've given when you pick your kids up from um, somewhere where they're having a great time. You're like, okay, ready to go? Well, the answer's going to be no, because they're having the best time ever with their friends. They're never going to say like, you know what, mom? I had such a great time. 
I'm just going to be grateful for the time that I did have. And I know that your time's really important and that you let me stay extra time. So I'm just going to get ready extra fast so we can go home. Again, that would be weird if kids said that. So anticipate this. Sometimes go back into your kid brain of what it was like before you became a miserable adult. I'm kidding, but we become overly responsible and we're no longer, we're no longer childlike and not childish. You are childish when you have your own meltdowns, right? That's what we are. But be a little bit childlike and remember what it was like. We're so busy being overly responsible because I'm a parent. And I've got to make sure that I drill into this kid every lesson in life that he's got to have. And even though he's 7 or 14 and I'm 40, I'm going to try to jam in 40 years worth of wisdom into his head. Well, you didn't get that wisdom for 40 years. And so I want you to impart that. But the way that you impart that is very different with a strong-willed child because you can't push them. You can't force them. You've seen this. The more you try to push them, the more they resist. The best way it works is when you lead them and when you draw them to you. And it just takes a little different, actually, it's a lot different approach. But you can master this. You can do this. And so if you need help, reach out to us. It's Casey, C-A-S-E-Y at CelebrateCalm.com. I was trying to get this done in less than 15 minutes because you're busy parents. Anyway, hey, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, uh, Happy New Year, um, Happy Life to all of you, and I, I hope you enjoy time with your family. If we can help you, just let us know. Love you all. Bye-bye.